You're listening to Podiatry Marketing, conversations on building a successful podiatry practice with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. So welcome back to this week's episode of Podiatry Marketing. With me is my co-host, partner in crime, top bloke all the way in Canada, but he is from America, Jim McDonald. How are you doing today, Jim? Tyson, thanks for that intro. You know, I guess I'm no longer big, big Jim, but uh, I do appreciate that. The super bloke is pretty, uh, you know, coming from you, that means a whole lot. So, uh, so appreciate that. No, things are uh, good here in Montreal. Just ready for a, uh, an exciting conversation with you today about some, uh, some technical and geeky, you know, topics in the podiatry marketing world. I know, I know what the geeky topic is. Tell everyone what the geeky topic is, because this one, (laughs) I think this one's going to be a bit of fun. Yeah, we're gonna have fun with this one. I think it's a bit of a topic of, you know, people either kind of, you know, they think it's gonna be this magic thing they put on their website and it's gonna like just, just yeah, it's gonna rake in the patients. And other people that have used these in the past just think like, uh, there's so many hangups people have with this. So today we're gonna be talking about chat bots. Cool, and chat uh, bots. you know, those, those little things that pop up sometimes in the lower right-hand corner of a website or on your phone. And um, yeah, we'll be, we'll be jumping into chat bots a bit today. Okay. so. Chatbots is pretty much you're on someone's website and thing pops up and it says, can I help you? Yeah, like, uh, you know, what can I do for you? Sometimes it's like uh, they show you like a human face that looks like someone's got a little like headset on yeah. and a you know, little microphone. So you feel like it's a real person. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's basically, there's different ways that chatbots can be used, right? So sometimes it's used as almost like a search function, right? So maybe there's some automated, um, you know, bot actions that say like, you know, uh, where, like, where is your clinic located? You yeah. know, maybe there's certain questions that patients have or someone who's new to your website. Um, it should really address the questions that they have. Uh, so like that's, you know, sometimes it is, you know, someone just, you know, wanting to have some general information, it might be delivered by a bot. Hopefully during work hours, if people have those installed, we'll talk about the pros and the cons in a little bit, but hopefully there is, you know, at least when I use a chat bot, I don't know about you, Tyson, but like, Usually I've already searched Google. Usually I've done like everything in my power to avoid using a chatbot. Yeah. So whenever I get to the point of using a chatbot and it's always at 10 PM or like it's uh, or even if it's during the day, I generally want to talk to like a human that I don't want to have to call. Um, and that, to, that to me is the most powerful use case for these chatbots, but I don't know how you feel about chatbots and we'll get into more specifics in a little bit. So you're talking chatbots as in fake ones? There's two types. There's the chat, the the chat window, which actually is a staff member. You know, that's one. And and I like those ones. I find them really help, especially if I'm, if I'm searching for something on a website and then it pops up and says, oh yeah, do you need a hand with anything? And I know my first comment is, are you real? 100%. And if they say, yeah, yeah, I'm Pam, I go, so I'll ask an obscure question. Go, this will be obscure, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, and I'll ask a really really obscure question. Whatever sort of yeah popped into my head, and uh, and they know that I'm asking that question because if it's a chatbot, it will go like uh, yeah danger danger Will Robinson. And <laughs> <laughs> younger people have just gone. What did that have to do with anything? If you watch lots Lost in Space, the original. Uh, that will make sense. So, yeah, I, like I love chatbots popping up if it's a real person. If it's a fake one, oh, I don't know. I just oh, I feel dirty. <laughs> I no, just... I I I totally understand that. And like I think, like I said, I think I try to find all the information I can that maybe would be automated in a chatbot through other channels. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, hours, um, those kind of quick questions that sometimes they can be automated and be okay. But by the time I'm to a chatbot, like you said, I want it to be like almost like a direct link to a human uh, to have a conversation that I don't necessarily want to be on the phone for. But the problem becomes, like I said, you know, it, you can't necessarily have someone on call 24 seven. There are no. ways, um, but like 24 seven, like for scheduling, 24 seven for answering questions. You also have to be a little bit careful with chatbots as well, because, um, you know, you can't be providing like medical information. So like, it's not something where you're going to be, or, you know, medical advice or, um, so you can't, you know, it's this kind of like fine line as well with kind of uh, HIPAA compliance. Um, you know, a lot of these chatbots will, you know, you, you can't just use a consumer facing one because a lot of them won't be on a secure server, at least in the North America, or at least in the US. Yeah, it has to be a HIPAA compliant service. So that adds another layer of detail. And generally, what you'll find is that um, the ones that are on like your high level e commerce websites that are super staffed 24 seven, very few clinics are going to be able to support a real human to answer those questions. So that's one of the like, the biggest cons is that like, they're not going to work like the the perfect use case like you think you'd like them to work. Yeah, the best ones I've seen when they will actually they sort of indicate and they let you know between eight thirty and five thirty this is a human. After hours, mm -hmm. it's really set really basic and but it tells you up front that I am a chatbot. This is our after yep. hours service. We can help you with basic information and that I don't mind. But it's when you know you've got a chatbot and it's really clever one. That you sort of, it's, yeah. it almost feels like you're talking to a human, but you know, it's it's not. It's just it's preset. <laughs> so then I'll ask something really obscure, just to just to stir it up. Yeah, that ambiguity is like a little bit of a yeah. You definitely it just feels nice to know. And some of those services that, that I've seen on other websites, I've not. I don't use them on the websites that I build currently because I think, to be honest, I think uh, you know there are the majority of the time the patient is probably wanting to like know if you have an availability or wants to make an appointment, but once yeah. they kind of like, doesn't just want to fill out a form. Um, but I think if you, if you make a form, like the call to action for the form on the website, very easy to see and make it very like simple um, and kind of give the person who's on your website, like complete understanding of what they're getting themselves into, you know, so maybe you have a contact us or you have a schedule button. Um, to me, that does it about 90% of the way. Obviously, like um, there's different levels of integration, probably some of these chatbots into different EMRs. So if you're something who has a pretty wide open schedule and you're happy to have um, you know, scheduling happen, you know, directly through the chatbot, maybe that that could be one benefit um, of having that done. But like you said, like when it's kind of ambiguous, um, it can be a little testy. Uh, like, like usually I'm just out of there pretty quick. I'm not usually utilizing it probably uh, when it's straight up automated or it's a little, you're uncertain. So what is it that puts you off? So what, what is there a certain question or is there something that the chatbot does that, that irritates the crap out of you? Yeah, I feel like it's um, like there's certain keywords you have to utilize in some of these chatbots, to be honest, where like to get the kind of answers you would want directly. And I think for some reason, like, if I search something on Google, I get much more accurate information faster. Yeah, because it's all—it's always this like, like you know, you type in your question or you type in what you want to get from the chatbot, and it's like, like fake thinking for like five or ten seconds, and it spits out like it's like almost like a choose your own adventure game. It's like, oh, you said this. Like, do you want these three things? And it's like five percent of the time, it's like one of those three options they presented to me. 
So like it just it's like it just feels like it feels like a waste of time, especially when you know the alternative is potentially like a human who could like it feels better to wait for a human to find an answer as opposed to like be sent like seven links or like seven steps down a path where you probably know you're not even going to get the right answer or a real answer. <laughs> yeah, I think it depends on the, the type of business. If it's like saying airline, for example, if I've got a really, if I've got a problem, I want to talk to a human. If I'm just trying to gather some more information, sometimes the chatbots work well because it'll go, was that helpful? And you go, no. So it'll go, well, what about these? And you go, oh, you click on one of them. Was that helpful? Yes. Then it'll say, do you want more information? So sometimes it works well, but I think it, it's the thought that goes behind the questions or the searches that are actually happening. I think that's an important component. I think another component, another important component too, is that usually these are like an add-on service to like, like a product or like a, uh, like a portfolio of marketing products. You know, they have their email marketing, they have their, I don't know, web services, they have their chat bot or they have their website platform. And it's like, Usually, like I've seen, like I said, the, the ones I've seen that are best are these kind of like consumer facing more like e-commerce or tech based ones, you yeah. know, tech websites, not necessarily medical or clinic based ones. And like maybe at some point those will get more mature with the HIPAA compliance and that kind of stuff. But what I find is it's like it's just like something they will add on to like, you know, it's like the fifth you know thing you have to have installed on your website. And it's usually when it's not. A standalone service it doesn't have the same type of uh development or the the, the the kind of like the ins and outs or those little details like you're talking about right like letting you know that it's automated and these are the hours when a human is here like those little small touches while like you know might, might feel small they make a world of difference as far as like whether you actually want to use that thing or not have you seen any good examples on a pod any podiatry websites I don't know. I usually see a lot of bad examples. Like I said, like I yeah. think part of my problem is that like I do spend time on, you know, as a marketer, I'm on all these different marketing websites and technology platform websites. And like I said, they, even their automated ones are better than a lot of the like, uh, you know, uh, the direct, um, you know, the ones I've seen on podiatry or clinic websites. I will say that like, I you know I'm almost 45 years old. So maybe, you know, maybe I'm not the target demographic for this. I mean, that, that could be it as well. Um, you know, I think True. younger people, younger people may just find that to be totally fine, and they're used to it, and um, and like that they'd rather not talk to a human at all, whether it be in text or 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 over the phone. So it could be an age thing as well. So I have to kind of, I need to kind of need to know what my blind spots are as well, and kind of what I my own personal preferences, right? Well, I think you're spot on there because my daughter, for example, she's 18, or and yeah, something like a chat box a chatbot popping up and her chatting talking to it probably doesn't really care whether it's a human or not in fact she'd probably prefer it not to be a human <laughs> i think it is an it's an interesting thing i think like i said i think it'll, like this whole this product line or these chatbots will mature over time and get more intuitive like you know there's all kinds of technology in the kind of ai and like machine learning space that's helping to like process things uh you know better and and, and building up bigger databases to make sure that you know, the types of conversations you're having with these automated bots is a little bit more uh, you know, relevant. Um, obviously, when they were super early, they weren't as good as they are now. So they'll yeah. continue to progress and get better. Um, I guess it's just one of those things right now where I think until that progresses, though, like, you know, or I, there's like a, a clear, dem it's not something that people are going to say, like, you know, probably be in your click and be, hey, like, when are you going <laughs> to add a chat bot, you know, 
to, to your website. Like I would love to like make my appointment via chatbot. So it might, it might require a little bit of um, experimentation, right? You know, some of these different bots probably have, you know, a free plan or something you can test out for a few months. And if it does something for your clinic, fantastic. Like I think for 90% of people out there right now, like I said, more like a, a clear kind of like contact us page or an appointment now button that's very clear on the homepage right, on a multiple pages on your website is, is probably sufficient, but it is definitely an interesting product and an in interesting technology to like keep an eye on, you know, as things kind of, you know, move on down the road and these improvements happen. Yeah, I had a patient that had a chatbot company that had approached me just before I sold my business. And so I never really got a chance to actually test it out to see what it was like. But yeah, I think there's always, I think with all technology, there's always going to be pros, cons that if it saves you time, great. But is it repelling people at the same time? Would they rather just talk to somebody? So I think as long as you give people uh, alternatives, options on how they can actually communicate with you, whether it's phone, online bookings, whether it's a, they can drop in, <laughs> they can drop in face to face if they wanted to, uh, or using a chatbot, there's, there's different ways of actually communicating. And I think you bring up a good point there as well as like, like I talked about, the technology is evolving and maybe you are a pretty like, you know, forward thinking podiatrist. Obviously you're listening to a podiatry marketing uh, podcast. Oh, that yeah. means you're a little, of course, if you're listening to this, you're switched on. <laughs> so, but, but at the same time, the, these different companies are probably curious to, you know, make a product that does connect because if they have something that is a superior product on the market, it's definitely something that they, you know, will be able to sell to other people. So if you're someone that is, you know, technology, you know, tech savvy, wants to be on that cutting edge, you know, finding these platforms that are offering it maybe to dentists, to other healthcare providers that haven't come into podiatry yet. Yeah. It's a way to potentially partner with them, you know, help them kind of create uh, the product. Maybe you're a consultant with them. Um, there's all kinds of different opportunities to really try to improve this space. So I don't want to be like Debbie Downer and say that it's not going to work for anybody. Because I, I, and also I'd like to hear from the folks who listen to the show, like, do you use chatbots on your website? And, you know, is it a human? Is it a mix of AI and human? Can people schedule from it? We'd definitely be open to hearing from from folks just to get a general sense of like, you know, how they utilize those um, on their own websites to make sure that, you know, Tyson and I are, aren't up here on the on the mountain, you know, shouting, <laughs> shouting down at the, uh, the, the people saying that chatbots are bad, but um, definitely hear, happy to hear someone's in, in the clinic utilizing them and you know letting us know what we've got right or right wrong about uh the use of chatbots in podiatry clinics yeah and also just want to point out that we don't believe that all debbies are downers um so if there <laughs> are any debbies listening to this uh we know there's some positive <laughs> ones out there so we'd love your your feedback as well <laughs> I, that, that's a good point i, I shouldn't uh, pick on debbie so debbie my apologies uh hopefully hopefully you're out there do you have over there where they talk about someone yeah don't be a karen oh she was such a karen well, I mean, there's the whole, like, I think the Karen thing is like kind of a, what, COVID times kind yeah. of a, yeah, like it's, yeah, that's definitely a thing. So Yeah, so, and it's funny, if somebody posted something, and her name is Karen, and she was like the most upbeat Karen you'd want to meet, and she goes, I'm standing up for all the Karens who are, who are being put down, and then somebody said, oh, what about uh, Dopey Dora? And <laughs> <laughs> they went through all these, and Debbie Downer uh, came into it as well, sorry totally sidetracked yep. so have you got anything else to add before we finish up on this one 
No, I think it's one of these areas, like I said, we got to just, you know, keep keep abreast of the new technology and see what's happening. Like I said, I'm definitely open to hearing from our listeners, their thoughts about chatbots. But no, just uh, thought it was an interesting topic uh, to bring up today and just, you know, have, you know, foster a conversation with you on the topic, but also you know, hopefully get some feedback from those listeners. So no, that, that's it for today. And uh, no, thanks for, uh, for the chat today, Tyson. No, it's awesome. Always love talking with you, Jim. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Sounds great. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Podiatry Marketing with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Subscribe and learn more at Podiatry Marketing. That's the website address, podiatry.marketing.